Welcome to Paddy Talks, brought to you thanks to Seed Golf Balls, who deliver you affordable tour performance, same performance, half the price. Check them out at www.seedgolf.com and try them today. Thank you for pressing play. On today's show, I'm going to go quickly through a recap of the Walker Cup that's just gone by, a quick preview as to who's playing in the home internationals and what that's all about starting tomorrow, and some opinions on how we can find or build a bigger audience for amateur golf. But first, as Gabe Byrne would say, roll it there, Roisin. I mean, listen, we're talking about practice. Joe Brawley told us the production line was finished in Kerry. Well, Joe Brawley, what do you think of that? Here it comes. Oh wow! In your life have you seen anything like that? Thank you for pressing play. So yes, today is a little bit different. It's just me on this one. So if you're looking forward to an interview or some other one talking, or if you just can't understand what I'm saying, skip to a previous episode or maybe just wait for next week's show. So today is a review of the Walker Cup that's just gone by. I'll fly through what's happening as well at the Home Internationals, which starts tomorrow in the Hinch. And then we will have some of mine and your opinions on what we can do about the little coverage of the Walker Cup, um, aside from some very dedicated social profiles who essentially live-streamed the entire event. But before we go any further, there may be some people out there who don't know what the Walker Cup is. There are some listeners down in Australia, Dubai, number four in Slovenia. So let's give some context here. The Walker Cup matches originated in the wake of World War I with the view towards stimulating golf interest on both sides of the Atlantic. It is a golfing trophy contested biannually by the leading amateur golfers representing a United States team and a Great Britain and Irish team. The official name is the Walker Cup match. Sorry, not matches as it is the Ryder Cup matches. It's organised by the RNA and the United States Golf Association. Kind of started with an unofficial contest in 1921 in the Royal Liverpool Golf Club, which was followed by a more official annual contest in 1922-24. In 1925, it became biennial, held on even number of years, but then Hitler had his way in World, in World War II, so they switched to odd number of years following that. And they're held alternately in the US and either in Ireland or Britain every two years. Unlike the Ryder Cup, which similarly began as competition with the US and the United Kingdom, the Walker Cup has not expanded to include all of the other European amateur golfers. So what is the format? Well, on the Saturday, there are four matches of foursomes in the morning and eight single matches in the afternoon. Then on the Sunday, the second day and final day, there is again four matches of foursomes in the morning followed by 10 single matches involving every player in the afternoon in all 26 matches will be played so who played for who this year um for the great british and ireland team alex fitzpatrick at uh, 20 years of age brother of european tour multiple tour winner matt and uh, there's connor goff also the englishman he's currently ranked number two in the world but he's 16 years of age a uh, prodigy tip for starred by tommy fleetwood won the boys amateur championship royal Port Rust last year and uh, yeah he's Great British and Ireland's highest ranked player in the world amateur golf rankings as well. Harry Hall graduated from UNLV this year one of GB and I's most experienced players Thomas Plum 
He won an event called the Cape Province Open down in South Africa. He's enjoyed a very consistent season and has played very well in most of this links based events as well. Tom Sloman is won the European Nations um, below in Soto Grande. That was the highlight of his season. He's a very sound match play record as well and, and already an established par partnership with Tom Plum. The Scots on the team, Shandy Scott, uh, the Scott, uh, took his positive finish from the US college season with Texas Tech into the summer events back here in Europe. He played well in the Ireland Paramount Cup, the Amateur and the European Amateur Team Championships. Ewan Walker, he turned pro yesterday, um, but he won the African Amateur Championship earlier this year. Very consistent runner-up to James Sugru in the Amateur Championship, runner-up in the European Amateur as well, but he... he He's top of the GBNI rankings, it was last week for the Rocker Cup. Um, the Irish guys, and this is where my real interest is, Conor Purcell, Port Marrick, man. Very consistent season with some really good results, notably at the West of Ireland, the Amateur Open um, and the European Amateur Team. Keenan Rafferty, um, the man, has risen out of the pack in 2019 with a number of excellent results, won the West of Ireland, um, an unreal amount of top 10s this year, a pillar of consistency, South of Ireland champion from last year, and prolific links pedigree. Jimmy James Sugru, um, the pioneer, of Milkman himself, amateur champion, enjoyed the best week of his golfing life um, aside from hurling down the beach in Port Marnock. Um, enjoyed the best week of his life when it mattered most for the 2019 Walking Cup selection as far as that's concerned. Anyone who wins the amateur has earned their place and James certainly brings a good links record. Um, another previous South of Ireland winner there. The Yanks, well what about the Yanks? Well the Yanks is led out by three big hitters in Cole Hammer, actually Batia and Stuart Hagestad ranked number one, number four, number five in the world amateur golf rankings respectively that really is the reason the Americans were odds on favourites last week to take the Walker Cup home with them this year uh, but it wasn't just down to these three dudes they were fully backed up by a team full of all Americans John Augustine runner up in the US amateur ranked number 12 rising senior in Vanderbilt University um, it goes on and on Stephen Fisk number 9 in the world 69.03 stroke average in the rankings this year 6th all time in NCAA and one of the three finalists for the Haskins Award which is given annually to colleges golf players of the year Andy Ogletree won the US amateur John Pack is in quite a memorable 2019 with a myriad of top performances and became just the third Seminole to earn first team All-America honours this year joining current PGA players John Blixt or Jonas Blixt and Daniel Berger Isaiah Zalinda had the Carnot win the NCAA title in May beating world uh, number one and 2019 World Cup teammate Cole Hammer uh, in the final in that Alex Smalley graduate of Duke University he was the school's all-time scoring leader shooting 71.32 on average on average Brandon Wu is number eight in the world amateur golf ranking this is a ridiculous level of quality of golfers here he was named second all-american helped lead Stanford to the 2019 NCAA title going through nil winning all three of his matches wall-to-wall -wall future stars of the PGA Tour they would see the Walker Cup firstly Great Britain and Ireland did not win but it was somewhat of a miracle at Medina like comeback from the Yanks who trailed 7-5 after the opening day but took 10 and a half points from a possible 14 on the Sunday including 8 of the 10 singles to run on 15 and a half to 10 and a half winners they became the first American team to win away from home since that great team of 2007 featuring Ricky Fowler, Billy Harshall, Dustin Johnson, Webb Simpson and they won by a point over a team led by Rory McIlroy in Royal 
County down. Following the Sunday morning foursomes where Great Britain and Ireland won one of four matches, it left the home side needing just five points from the afternoon's 10 signal matches to regain the trophy, but it never really looked on the cards after the American players, um, which they seem to have a very deep level of resolve and depth of quality, like Take Down Docks, Keenan Rafferty, who made five birdies on Sunday, but still fell 2-1 to Alex Smalley, the player he beat by the same margin the day before. Even with holding bunker shots and chips, Keenan um, did his level best there. It seems similar stories were told throughout the day in Hoylake with the Americans digging deep and seem to have a very uncommonly high level of determination going out and winning the first hole in six of the ten matches. So yes, the home team pushed its opponents hard for a day and a half but in the end, over the years both in Walker and Ryder Cups, the Americans' greater depth seemed to clinch the victory via a very strong singles performance. So, straight after the Walker Cup, the Great Britain and Ireland team goes from playing together to becoming arch enemies in the space of three or four days. After 32 years, the home winter Nationals come back to the Hinge Golf Cup. As a member of myself, it is an honour and makes me immensely proud to have the home international staged at the Hinge this year. Back in 1987, Ireland beat Scotland, England and Wales to complete a famous Triple Crown success. In more recent years, Ireland were on their own drive for five, only for the English to put an end to that last year, which hopefully Kerry will do the same to Dublin this coming Sunday. The men's home internationals is an amateur team golf championship for men between the four home nations. Ireland is represented by the whole of Ireland. Uh, the event is organised by England, Scottish, Golf Union of Ireland and Wales Golf. It's The inaugural event was back in 1932 and the venue cycles between those four nations every year. The winning team receives the Raymond Trophy, which I saw in the Pro Shop this past weekend, and it is quite impressive. The Irish team going out tomorrow is lock stock full of ammunition. Order of Merit winner Rob Brazil from Nice. One could say veteran amateur Colm Campbell of Warren Point, Keith Deegan, Carton House, Sean Flanagan, Matthew McLean, the young starlet Tom McGibbon from Hollywood, Tiernan McLaren, Ronan Mullarney, Connor Purcell, Keelan Rafferty, and James Sugars were the three big guns from the Walker Cup there touching down yesterday. So if, like me, you did not get to see the Walker Cup, you didn't get to the south of Ireland, or maybe you didn't even get to the Irish Open this year, this is the week to hit the hinge. It is going to be great again, and taking some top-class golf and getting up close and personal with the future stars of the game and future major winners of the game. Now, some opinions mine and some of yours. I tuned into as much coverage as I could of the Walker Cup over the weekend, but really struggled to find real-time information. Um, it wasn't on TV, and very surprising lack of any coverage by Sky or BBC or ITV or RTE. And I suppose following the superb coverage of the NCAA's area this year, it kind of led me to assume that the Walker Cup would be covered in similar fashion. However, like many people out there, I was left scrambling for the very dedicated social profiles out there to try and follow the match. My question is, why? Why was there such little coverage? There was a one-hour show review of the Walker Cup. I think it was on Sunday evening. I was driving, so I missed that one. But these are the future stars of the game. So this is the part of the show, which is your show. I asked the question on Instagram and Twitter, of course, over at Golf, and a couple of people answered. I was just asking, like, why is what can we do to increase the coverage? You know, why wasn't it on? At Fitchy West, uh, F-I-T-Z-Y-W-H-E-S-T, uh, West of Ireland, man, I assume, uh, reckons we need to build up the coverage as well. And uh, the NCAA improved in the US with the same idea. At uh, Johnny McGann gave me some great insights. Um, Johnny was saying it comes down to ad revenue, the viewing figures, are switching to stream services like Golf Pass, like who, how many of us have Netflix? Johnny reckons it's up to the USGA and RNA to find the audience and then they sell the rights on to the respective broadcasters. Um, he shared some demographics with me as well. 
well in terms of that most TV viewers are over 35 and most streaming viewers are under 35. I'm 32 and I kind of watch as much golf as I can on TV and then after that, yes, I will stream it. But my thoughts are more like, think of what could be done in covering this event and amateur events like it. Use it as a testing ground for ideas to bring to the main tour coverage, maybe right alongs with players, mic up the players, mic up all the players, clinics, a day in the life, pre-round preps, uh, behind the scenes coverage. There's so much potential here. Perhaps someone just needs to take ownership and start making a monthly or weekly show. Similar to Soccer AM, I suppose, on Sunday mornings, maybe a YouTube channel, a weekly show with a proper set and everything, covering all things golf. Last week's tournament, this week's tournament on all the tours, PGA, European, Ladies PGA Tour, European Tour, Ladies European Tour, spotlights for the lower tours like Challenge and Europro, Corn Ferry Tours, but include all those great things golfers want to see like club reviews, new gear, apparel, big deals and player spotlights, stories from the tour, the tour trucks, the fitters, the tournament directors, the clubs, the courses, the list is endless. It's like a fresh take on a good walk spoiled. Maybe we call it that. Maybe we call it a good walk spoiled or a social walk spoiled. A show to watch or hear about God's hot topics. Bring in social media. Look at golfers' lives off the courses. Funny bits. Celebrities who love golf. Get them on the couch. YouTubers, listeners, viewers and more. All giving their take. So what do you think? Look at what Sebi Boy and Hashtag United have achieved. The new Saturday social show on Sky that's on before Soccer AM. Maybe we just go and get it done. Let's let's build the audience ourselves. So what do you think? Hit me up. Tag everyone. Tag the skies, the RTs, the off the balls. Let's get this show on the road. So that's it. It's a shorter show than normal. I don't normally do this. Yes, I have the man flu, so the voice is a couple octaves lower. But thank you all for listening. We'll get back to regular programming and interviews next week. We have a very good one coming. So thank you all for getting involved in the weekly questions on social media. Hit the show, the podcast, the follow, rate and review it if that's your style. Most of all, please share the show with all your family and friends. Thank you for pressing play. Until we tee it up again soon, I'm Paddy. Paddy.